We Are Broke Dude Podcast. I'm Jed. Prescott. Blake. And this is episode 163, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It's been a long time. Haven't seen Shouldn't you in a while. Left you, left you without a dope beat to step to. Copyright uh, strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, Timberland. <laughs> Timberland. Um, <laughs> so, per usual, I think I'm going to start doing this a tradition. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather? Mm-hmm. Is I think this one's a pretty good one actually this time because it's not about hair lip people. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather jump out of an be thrown out of an airplane with no parachute or be forced to watch a fuse on a bomb go down right in front of you? What was the first one? Get thrown out of an airplane without a parachute. So either way, you're dying. At the end of this. I mean, hypothetically. Yeah. Oh, throw me out. Throw me out. Technically, you could live through both, but... I'm going with the bomb. Chances are you're dying. Um, Fuck it, airplane. At least I'll enjoy the view. Yeah, throw me out. Maybe I can get a boner or something (laughs) on the way down. Use that to break your fall. (laughs) (laughs) Land on your dick. No, that is the most environmentalist way to die. (laughs) Fucking Mother Earth. (laughs) Uh, that's <laughs> like, funny. To me, both of them are like just anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're about you might die either way, but like you're sitting here watching this fuse go down, mm-hmm. like you can't do anything about it. But on the other point, you're fucking falling. falling. Yeah. And to me, I feel like you'd have more control over falling because you could somewhat slow yourself or oh, aim wow. to s- aim for something. I could be mm-hmm. pretty calm, I think. Bro, like I'm watching a fuse instead I'd of See, I'd just be more <laughs> flailing <laughs> through the air. I'd be more bored watching a fuse. It's like, "All right, let's wrap it up." Yeah, <laughs> true. Let's get this shit over with. I've seen one and it was, "Would you rather fuck your sister or watch your mom suck your brother's dick?" God, Jesus. And I was like, "I I don't know which, like, I don't, do I have to answer this? Yeah. The second one. Yeah, it's the second one. Yeah. You're not actually committing the incest. You're just I know, it. but yeah. still, like. It's like watching some other dude suck another dude's dick. You're not gay if you're watching it. But it's so. <laughs> I feel like you're gayer if you're watching it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, uh, like, the, you would be sitting, you would have to, like, sit there and watch your brother get his dick sucked by your mom. <laughs> like, just all intense, <laughs> yeah. like you're watching a fucking tennis match or something. Uh, the worst part would be getting a boner. Yeah. yeah. Like, is, is that normal? Am I supposed to? <laughs> is this what Arkansas feels like? <laughs> Roll Tide. So, speaking of wrapping it up, the presidential debate, if that's what we can call it, happened uh, Tuesday. Um, I didn't watch it live. Because uh, I think I was sleeping, something like that. I don't know. Whatever you're doing, it, it was more important. Yeah, watching it live. I was in doing hindsight, nothing. definitely for yeah. sure. I was doing nothing, and it was still more important. <laughs> <laughs> but the reaction on social media, especially being here in Kansas, the people here were like, "Oh, that was just a shit show. They were both horrible. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, why are we doing this? We have another candidate to pick from." And instantly I knew it wasn't the case. Mm. Like both of them were not equally bad. Yeah. Because just in general, they are both not on the same level of horribleness. Yeah. 
Like, don't get it twisted. Biden's not the ideal candidate. No, he's, he's not, not my Trump. second or third. Yeah, he's pick. not Trump. Like I said, when I posted my primary, it was it was Sanders, Warren, nobody, then Joe <laughs> Biden. So, but all that being said, he's one hundred percent better than Trump. the better choice. Yeah. Um. So the debate starts out with Chris Wallace going through the rules, um, talking about how he put in the time to, he didn't put in the time, he didn't say this, but how he put in the time for these questions. Mm -hmm. So they're his questions. Neither candidate's campaign or the candidates have seen them. Um, They start out with two minutes each to like give an opening remark, I guess. Excuse me. And uh, I forget what Trump used his about, but I think it was about the best, greatest economy ever. Which is a lie, by the way. Yeah. Um, so the format was... God damn. Was uh, they would each get two minutes to answer the question. And then after that, they would have two minutes or three minutes of open discussion. Mm-hmm. But what that essentially devolved into was Trump interrupting and talking over Biden, even during Biden's two minutes yeah. to, to talk. And by contrast... Biden did interrupt Trump, but it wasn't on the level mm-hmm. of Trump's. Like Biden would just make like little offhand remarks while Trump was saying some shit. Yeah. Mostly when Trump would refer to Biden. So watching that, it was hard for me to understand how people could conflate that as the same. It's like me kicking you in the dick five times and you flicking me in the nose. Yeah. Yeah, you hit me, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, they're not on the same level. So the uh, the first question was about uh, the Supreme Court and how, why they both think they're right and why they think the other is wrong for pushing it through and or waiting. Waiting, yeah. Um, Trump ended up saying, which I thought was a weird choice of words, but he said, uh, he said, we won the election. Elections have consequences. <laughs> the fuck yeah, yeah consequences thinking i don't know if that's the word you wanted to use mm-hmm. that's like saying i fucked your wife deal with it i mean kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got a small penis having small penis has consequences yeah it's not like it's not an apology but that that word is synonymous with bad things yeah like uh I had this good meal and now I'm full as a consequence. It's like, yeah. it's not. Well, not and I feel like that's indicative of the Republican party as a whole. Like that's the way they see the shit. It's like, well, we won. You guys got to deal with it. Cause most people, I think it's like 65%, 70% want them to wait until the election to nominate this judge and, and get it pushed through. And most, the majority of the country leans left. Like most of them are closer to center. Yes. Than, than, the, the vocal left, but most of the country leans left on, on damn near every issue. It's just these assholes have rigged the game so much that they can get in power through shady means, and then they use it to keep and hold that power, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the gross thing about it. So, like, it's a poor choice of words, but it actually fits the right's agenda, yeah. you know? Like, and I, I don't disagree with them being able to, 
with Trump being able to pick the candidate. Because mm-hmm. he's a four years, a four year term. Mm-hmm. His term doesn't end until uh, January. Yeah. So if uh, if anything, the Supreme Court being pushed through is on Congress, not necessarily the president. The Senate. Yeah. It's so on the Senate. He can pick his, his person. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's on the Senate to, to either wait or or whatever and the the blatant hypocrisy of this being a more extreme case of when obama tried to merrick garland merrick garland um they they wouldn't even uh, you know uh, field the notion of listening to the confirmation hearings and now they're trying to get it done in two months yeah like that's not fuck you you know you fucking assholes and trump brought up the point of well if it was if the roles were reversed they do the same thing and he has a point, mm-hmm. but I'd like to believe the left wouldn't jam it through in two months like the right is doing. I'd like to believe that. Yeah. I mean, it's wishful thinking, but without there actually being a any precedence for it, it's yeah. it's hard to, hard hard to, to gauge. Yeah. Um, so Biden's answer for the other thing was that essentially your argument was the election's almost here. The, we should wait to confirm this. Mm-hmm. And as I said, it's on the cr- Congress to not push this through, yeah. but allow the nomination to happen. Mm-hmm. As So that way the people can have a choice, if have a say in this uh, nomination, yeah. nominee. Yeah. So who's going to be there for the next fucking 50 years? Lifetime, you yeah. Know? We already got Kavanaugh, which is which is awesome. He's probably having devil triangles <laughs> yeah. all over the Supreme Court. Drinking game. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking game. <laughs> Fucking cocksucker. Um, the, one of the things that uh, Biden brought up with this nomination was how the ACA and Roe v. Wade are essentially on the ballot this year. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, not literally on the ballot, but as far as the Supreme Court nominee being more conservative and having voiced an opinion about the ACA be possibly being unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you're voting on more than just who the president is essentially. Yeah. But as I said, it's <laughs> voting for Congress who's in Congress, who has control of Congress is more important than who has the president. Yeah. He gets the nomination. They get the final say. Right. Yeah. So that's, that was the first question. Uh, I, I laughed because uh, Trump quoted uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg oh, God. about the president serving four terms, not three. And uh, he said, I'm reminded of a quote of, of Ruth Bader Ginsburg said 10 years ago or so that this president serves four terms, not three. The quote was actually four years ago. Yeah. Not 10 so that to me that underlines how unprepared he was for anything mm-hmm. like how unintelligent he is throwing shit out there like it was literally the last president's term yeah like right before you took office asshole. <laughs> like it seems like 10 years granted mm-hmm. but it's not 10 years periodically speaking that's not a term um so the next one was about healthcare. uh was it about that or was it it might have been it was weird because during open discussion they went different directions Mm -hmm. they didn't really uh stay with the question 
mainly because Trump was doing his stupid shit of yeah, rambling, just going off the cuff. Was that the uh, the part where Biden told him to shut the hell up? Um, I don't remember. It was it, in it the was, first twenty minutes. It was something about um, expanding the the seats in the the Supreme Court if they push through Trump's nomination. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that, but it it, it was pretty funny though because yeah. so it was Biden's turn to talk. Hell up, man! He's just like shut up, man. He just shakes like, his head. And I'd hear him call him a clown. I'm like, okay, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, man. Like a bum would have been better, but you know, I'm not going to split hairs. Clown's still good. It fits. Yeah. It would have been better if he called them fucking clown shoes. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, right might have torn him apart for saying fucking. <laughs> I, he would have gained voters as far <laughs> as I know. Um, so the part about the ACA being revoked, Biden brought up how there's 100,000 people with pre-existing conditions in this country. Mm-hmm. And Trump's interjection during all that was oh there's not a hundred thousand people with pre-existing conditions i don't know where you got that and i'm thinking where where'd you get your numbers yeah where do you get any of your numbers is pulling out of your ass yeah there's trillions of people in the united states that are gonna vote for me and none of their votes (laughs) are counting because they're getting thrown in the river (laughs) like this is gonna be a little bit of a tangent but if biden wins can you imagine the Bullshit Trump's going to talk about his crowd size. Oh, yeah. Even though we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Yep. Oh, Biden's crowd size wasn't as big as mine. Well, yeah, we also have a pandemic going on, so it shouldn't be. Yeah, it really should not be. Um, I think he's going to be too focused on not going to jail if he loses. Let's hope so. Yeah. Um, Another one of the things uh, Trump claimed would happen if Biden were president was there would have been 2 million COVID deaths. And not two thousand, two hundred thousand, like yeah. there are now. <laughs> Which is, it's 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 sound logic, because the president, the the person who's taking precautions to not get COVID and not spread it, probably would have had more deaths. Yeah, makes sense. That totally makes sense. The guy that thinks there should be a nationwide mask mandate, like every other fucking reasonable nation in the world. Yeah, it's his logic is so sound. It's ridiculous. Um, Again, where do you get your numbers, Trump? As an Etch-a-Sketch? <laughs> they just give him his briefings on Etch-a-Sketches now? Yeah. That's the number one. Good job, Mr. Good President. Job. Now, can you we get have a the- gold star? <laughs> um, so not only was Trump interrupting Biden, but he was interrupting Chris Wallace. No oh, shit. Trying- Wallace is trying to ask his questions, and Trump is just fucking going on and on doing his little his little weight thing with his tiny ass fucking hands while the moderator is trying to ask a question yeah and one of the comments he made was uh well i guess i'm debating two people up here and i'm sitting here thinking <laughs> wallace is asking you a question and you won't shut the fuck up to let him ask it yeah how is that a debate yeah. <laughs> he is in charge of this yeah. and you're you're not letting him do his job Jesus Christ. The, the the little glimpse into the mindset of this fucker mm-hmm. is anybody who's asking questions is challenging him or is, is the debating enemy. him. Yeah, is the enemy. It's it's well he's he's probably had yes men so deep in his ass his whole life that he, he just doesn't understand the concept of of that, you know. It's like no, I'm right and you questioning me being right means you're my enemy. Period. 
the, the like this was going on for like 45 minutes of this debate. Trump just constantly interrupting, constantly being a fucking belligerent asshole. Mm-hmm. And at, at one point, Chris Wallace is like, Mr. President, you agree to these terms just like Joe Biden did, just like Vice President Biden did. Mm-hmm. You need to respect them. Fucking, that was the second conservatives started calling him a liberal. Really? Because, I, I assume, yeah. I'm guessing, because uh, all on Twitter, like, oh, registered liberal uh, Chris Wallace was mean to the president. Like, you fucking God. people. Yeah, I did see the part where he's just like, he said something along those lines, and Trump was like, well, he's interrupting too. And he's like, not as bad as you, Mr. Exactly. President. Exactly. <laughs> you know? It's... <laughs> The, it's uh, just like a fucking swat in a child. Just stop it. Just fucking stop it already. And you say that, but once Wallace called him out and kind of scolded him for that, from that point on, when Biden was talking, Trump was just all pouty. Exactly. Mm. He's How a long, fucking child. <laughs> How long was this thing? Uh, two hours, I think. Oh, or an hour and a half. <laughs> Could you imagine what the war room's like? <laughs> God. <laughs> well, probably... COVID Initiate the codes. <laughs> you know, they're probably just now. Like, they're probably just like, "Hey, you go ahead and play golf this <laughs> yeah, weekend, Mr. Yeah, President." We got this. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn the world, Mr. President. He just said the Apprentice wasn't very good. We're not going to nuke <laughs> Japan. Yeah, yeah. calm down. <laughs> Take your finger off Let's... the button, sir. <laughs> I will push this motherfucking button. Say another motherfucking word, and it's on. Yeah. The I'm starting this fucking apocalypse. <laughs> In the history of television. Highest ratings ever. 14 quadrillion people watched it every night. <laughs> it was it was the highest rated show on Mars. Like, <laughs> I'm He's sorry. such a douchebag. He's <laughs> such a douchebag. Like, I just, I can't, I don't understand how people can follow him and like him and enjoy him. But we got karma today. That we did. We did. It was beautiful, sweet karma. It was, oh my God, that positive test. I woke up and saw that. I was like, what What are you talking about? And then I got on Facebook and I was like, oh, shit. But before we go to, to that, let me just, I'll finish up the debate real quick. Because okay. it's like overall, Biden's had substance with what he was saying. Yeah. Yes, he was wrong with some of it. But as far as talking about policy or defending policy, potential policy, mm-hmm. He was head and shoulders, like I'm talking like Shaq standing on Yao Ming's shoulders above Trump. Yeah, as far as policy compared to Mogsy Bogues. Yeah, because all Trump would do is make these insane claims about having the best economy ever, um, doing more for black people ever. You know, his typical rally bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. So that is easily fact checkable. Mm-hmm. What verifiable? I keep seeing these articles about what. Biden said in the 70s about black people. What What's that about? It was busing. And uh, it was about segre- desegregating busing. And I don't remember what he said exactly, but the gist is he's, he made the comment about, I don't want the busing system to being a racial jungle. Mm-hmm. And out of context, I don't quite know what it means. But if I were to guess, just judging by his character, I, I don't think he meant it in a malicious way well and even if 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 he did in the 70s people are allowed to grow and change absolutely you know? oh 100 i just didn't know i i, I keep seeing that like yeah. 
that's what they have to counter. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, that was 40, 30, 40 years mm-hmm. ago. I don't even pay attention, and I've seen that yeah. a couple times. And, and, and like in that time frame, that was more popular of a mindset. You know what I mean? Like he his his voted on some sketchy stuff. Like he was part of some massive crime bill that people are really dogging him for. Yeah, in the ninety four. Ninety four, yeah. And and so but like I said, I mean, people change, you know? It's it's looks sketchier when it's a politician because it seems like it's flip flopping to kind of keep the vote and keep people mm-hmm. on your side. But I mean I mean, all of our views have changed since high school. I don't think he thinks like that anymore though. No. I mean it's hard to him I mean I don't Obama know how wouldn't you get put there. up with that shit. Like no. he wouldn't say Oh, I don't know how you can connect Biden still being racist with how he is today. Yeah. It's easier to do that with Trump. It's very easy to do that with Trump. That, like, that's the thing we got to hit from this I'm trying debate. to not sound so biased towards him. Mm-hmm. I know you're trying to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> I'm trying but the man, so hard. The man was given a fucking layup to condemn white supremacy, and he fucking bricked hey, it. Hey. He bricked he, it. He he did. He just said sure three times. <laughs> After Yo, LeBron debate, came out of nowhere and <laughs> swatted that motherfucker. No, no, he alley-ooped it to himself and swatted his own fucking alley-oop. Are you kidding me? Like, that like, was the most bullshit. Like, how how do you stand back and stand by? Proud Boys stand back and stand by. How do you answer that question? I don't know like who that? the Proud Boys are. Our fucking president doesn't yeah. know who an extremist right-wing group is mm-hmm. who have been talked about for months during all this BLM. Were, but really. yeah but you're not president yeah. you don't get oh. daily intel briefings <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't have the fucking fbi as a resource <laughs> like, i mean the man has a point <laughs> the fucking the the excuses of ignorance hey man i paid more than 750 dollars in taxes <laughs> hey yo we all did bro. <laughs> i probably yeah. paid that in the last month are you kidding me oh my god this guy mm-hmm. but but for real like this dude has an unknown amount of information at his fingertips, yet he is constantly pleading ignorance on things. Yeah. Yeah. And for somebody who knows so much, he doesn't know shit. No. And doesn't get held accountable for that. But claims to be a genius. He's been doing this his whole life, though. Mm -hmm. He's a fraud. He's a fucking fraud. Under microscope now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So Biden was more substantive with what he said. Trump was his typical rally self. Just throwing about out baseless accusations yeah. specifically about voter fraud um it was amazing to find out that uh all the the ballots that have been thrown in the bin had his name on it yeah uh, every single one of them it's it's amazing how that works it's well i love how it changed from a river to a ditch too yeah and that waste just, paper basket yeah and everybody's like well where's this at and they're like uh michigan somewhere yeah it's, it's, like, it's really really it's happening you just gotta look for it <laughs> i'm not gonna do your research for you yeah Okay, dude, that's you're not, not even doing your own research. Yeah, that's not how debates work. No. It's... It, uh. So anyway, uh, come to find out, after he tested positive for COVID, mm-hmm. Yay. he didn't inform the Biden campaign. Nope. It's a pretty classy move. Yeah. It's, it doesn't surprise me at all. Pretty on the, brand. The man fucking thinks it's a hoax. Of course he's going to not tell anybody he's got it, or potentially have it. A comment he made... During the debate about COVID, was uh, have you seen any of my supporters get COVID? Or, or something like that. And I'm sitting here in the back of my mind thinking, man, I wonder what Herman Cain's doing. 
Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He's he, fucking dead. He died yeah. because of COVID. Yeah. At he one of your rallies. after a Tulsa rally. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. None of your supporters have COVID. No. In fact, I would be willing to bet that most of your supporters <laughs> are the reason 200,000 people have died. So, yes, the debate was a shit show, but if you watched it, it's if you watched it and you aren't up Trump's ass, you understood who's at fault for that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a microcosm for the country. Like, I don't think this would have been a shit show had it been, as much as I hate to say it, I don't think it would have been a shit show if it, if it was Mike Pence. Yeah. I don't think it would have been a shit show if it was Sarah Palin. No. I, I mean, mean, yeah, they would have said some wild shit, but... There would have been some respect there. Yeah, they're reserved and respectful. You know, fuck Mike Pence in the asshole with an iron rod, but... Well, with a man's dick. Let's just say that. (laughs) There you go. No, mother's dick. (laughs) Yeah, he hates gays. (laughs) Okay, that's what I thought. He hates gays. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so he would have shown some kind of class. Like, they... they, Those people suck, but they have class. And that's... Trump doesn't. I wouldn't say class, but some some kind of respect. Amount of respect. Yeah. For the, the rule of law that our president... And the political realm itself. You seems know. to not worry about. Um, you know, it's... it's I see a lot of people, you know, reminding that there's a third choice. And and I'm, I'm okay with that because I saw this really good point that somebody made that if we keep getting like 45% of the country voting because 60 or, you know, 55% just hate both the candidates so they refuse to vote as a form of quote-unquote protest... They're gonna, nothing's going to change. But if we can get 75, 80% of people voting, and even if fucking 20% of those people are writing in goddamn grimace for McDonald's, they'll at least show the system that, hey, we're willing to vote. You just keep picking shitty people, you know, and maybe then we'll get some change going from it. So, See, like, I don't know if that's accurate or not. I'd have to go back and look, but I don't think the... I'm like, pulling oh, numbers out of my ass. Yeah, you I, know? I kind of figured. Yeah, fucking Trump fan. <laughs> yeah, of but, course, <laughs> keep like, America great. Again. Yeah, uh, make it a great again. <laughs> again, after again. I fucked up. Yeah. Um, but I don't think the candidates necessarily have that big of an effect on it. I think like half the though. country is not going to not vote because uh, they don't like the person. Mm-hmm. Like I think more of that is from not being able to vote. The amount of yeah. voter suppression we have going on, mm-hmm. the disenfranchisement, more so cool. than the... A lot of people probably just think it doesn't matter. That's true. Yeah, and that's... That's what I thought yeah. forever. It's just like, what the fuck does it matter if I vote? Yeah. They Precisely. Got- well, and, and I think that's like, to the point, mm-hmm. it's even if you, even if you don't think your vote matters because you hate both the candidates, mm-hmm. if you write in fucking Grimace from McDonald's, they're going to be like, okay, this person came out and put in the effort... They just hate the choices. We got to figure something out and fix this. And and I think it goes for people on the left, people on the right, and people in the center. Like, if you were disgusted with your choices, which a lot of people are in this campaign, just like they were in 2016, like, I didn't like voting for Hillary, and I did, because it wasn't Trump. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to pick the lesser of two evils. I want to pick a candidate I trust and can get behind. Well, you see, the thing is, voting, whoever is running for president is on the ballot. Yeah. Like there's five or six, if I remember right, there was five or six people you could pick from on the ballot for president. Yeah. The thing is, the debate structure is set up to where you only see the big money parties. Yeah. So it's not the lack of choice, it's the lack of exposure. 
Yeah. Which, personally, I think if if uh, you were to have Gary Johnson on the debates, he wouldn't have got votes anyway. Yeah. I don't the think... The man was fucking insane. Dude. Like, the Libertarian Party had a candidate that had a boot on his head for a hat. Well, that uh, that 100%. dude wasn't an official libertarian member. Was, he was, just joined the party what? so he could be a third party candidate. Yeah, but yeah. why the libertarian party? <laughs> because that I mean, what, what else is he going to go to? The what fucking Green Party? What do you mean a boot on his head? Yeah, what was he his had fucking a fucking name? rain boot on his head as yeah, a hat? He wore it as a hat. Yeah, one hundred percent. I shit you not. I will. I I like I said though, he was not an official <laughs> member, quote unquote, of the Libertarian Party. He was just some guy who joined to run for president. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, kind of like how Trump's not an official part of the, the GOP, but yeah. somehow they transformed into Trump's party. Right. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Uh, okay, I see it. <laughs> oh, you yep. looked it up? <laughs> Rainbow on his head running for president. <laughs> it pops up. <laughs> yep. It's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Like it's a legit waiter boot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I mean, run for president if you want, whatever. Like, <laughs> but don't get mad when people don't vote for you because you you don't have anything of substance. Mm-hmm. Um, when your only talking points are "Hey, guns and weed should be legal at the same time." Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, yeah. Duh. Occupation, performance artist, presidential candidate, <laughs> and activist. <laughs> <laughs> So that's all you have to do is run for president and you can have that title. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna run for president yeah, then. I'm throwing that shit on the LinkedIn right now. Yes. Yeah. We have two former presidential nominees here. Not nominees, candidates. 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 Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Nominee is the step up. We we were at the bottom <laughs> level. Um the election is important. Get registered to vote if you haven't. Uh I actually sent in for an advanced ballot. Last night. I sent in like a month ago and haven't heard shit back yet. Yeah. So I'm kind of sketched out with the way they're they're doing the, the post office. What's going to happen with it? I think when I get it, I'm just going to take it up to the Yeah, the that's office. what I did last year. Yeah. Or I did that last year ago. because I forgot to send it back in. Same. So I kind of had to. <laughs> so, but this year, I fully intend to physically take it up there for the purpose of not having to, to count on the postal service. But Which I th- sucks. But that's the what what Trump has done to him right now. So I think uh, sometime next month we'll probably do an episode talking about Joe Jurgensen, mm-hmm. kind of breaking down her her stances and stances, shit. Yeah. But from what I've seen, like, typical libertarian candidate for the most part. Like I don't I don't understand this concept of the two party system being bad. Like either, at whatever party is in power or is getting popular a party's gonna die yeah like there's no two two uh, points about it mm-hmm. like you're always gonna have two more popular options yeah pepsi and coke like over you don't see fucking dr pib you don't see big k at fucking mcdonald's yeah <laughs> or yeah. at a, i it's it's that's just how it's gonna be you hear it here first joe jorgensen is the big k of presidential <laughs> candidates oh, but you'll see it at mcdowell's <laughs> <laughs> Black Arnold's. That, that's that's a coming to America reference. Yep. Fucking immigrants taking our <laughs> restaurant jobs back in the eighties. Um, restaurant jobs. <laughs> sorry, fast food place. <laughs> Just trying to be a little more classy. Um, that's really all I I got for the debate. 
I mean, shit show, but a one-sided shit show that flowed everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really don't think it changed anybody's opinion. If anything, it probably swayed more people towards Biden just based on Trump's behavior. I don't see how it couldn't have. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's just, it's, I don't care. Even Even if he was spouting off shit of substance and had very good points that he was making, it's just not the way to act, bro. Like you're you're supposed to be representative of an entire nation of people, and that's how you're acting. Like no, no, I, kids behave better than that, bro. I saw a tweet that said he's acting like he got fifty one percent of the population to vote for him, mm-hmm. when in reality it was less than a quarter. Yeah, so it's just an uh, inflated ego. Yeah, he lost the popular vote. He keeps forgetting that he yeah. lost the popular vote by a substantial margin. Like the, admittedly, back before I played attention to politics and shit like that, I was like, yeah, man, we should run the country like a business. Donald Trump would be great for that. Uh, hindsight, I was a dumbass. Yeah. I. I mean, I've always hated capitalism, so yeah. I never had those thoughts. But by some people's logic, I'm still a Trump supporter, I guess, because I used to think it would be a good idea. Yeah. You, you thought that in the 70s. So yeah. You're still a Trump supporter. <laughs> yeah. In my equivalent of the 70s, yeah. which was the Two early weeks 2000s. Ago. <laughs> yeah. I just, I take my, my MAGA sign down before you guys come over. Yeah. I just Every don't want week. you guys to know. Yeah. Every week. I keep it hidden. You think that flagpole out there is for the Miami flag? <laughs> yeah. No. That's a cover up. Yo, I just got that, uh, <laughs> that new Make America, Keep America Great yeah. fucking flag. Make America Great again, again. For 16 years straight. So, yeah, there's... Check out the fact checks for the the uh, the debate. Uh, Politifacts is that where you go? Uh, I go to factcheck.org. Factcheck.org. And they do it. They did a pretty good job. They put bullet points for each incorrect statement. Yeah. And then they break it down more lower down, so that way uh, people can just skim it and yeah. If they want to know, unfortunately, that's society. You know. But it, I mean, it works. Yeah. You, you can get you can get the gist of it real quick from that. So, I've uh, recently started watching like YouTube uh, political videos again, and honestly, I just watch them for the clips and not necessarily the commentary. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mainly because I can form my own opinion on stuff now. Yeah, with with some type of accuracy. Yeah, or with some type of uh, of knowledge on the situation. Yeah. So I think that's why I'm starting to get a little more depressed again. <laughs> it would make sense. Yeah. The state of the world right now is very depressing. Minus Trump getting COVID. That was pretty awesome. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so are you guys ready to do the album review? Let's do it. Do yeah. it to it. Bring it in, Chris. This is your, your album. What am I bringing in? Uh, the album <laughs> your album <laughs> obviously your album. COVID. Oh, shit what yeah. album are we doing again <laughs> now uh <laughs> this week we're reviewing coal by mercules 2018 mm-hmm. believe yep um why'd you pick this one it's i don't know my brother turned me on to mercules like fuck five years ago or so and then this album hit and it was his first, like, I want to say, more popular album that hit the billboards a little bit, and 
a lot of his shit that led up to this was like YouTube remixes, and that's what like made him pop. I caught that on a. Some of his songs, he talked about his hits and mm-hmm. shit like that. So. And, like, I went to a show of his in Wichita while he was performing some of these songs and bought the CD, and fuck, I like most of the tracks on it, so I rock with him, and I don't think any of you had, really, so I thought he'd yeah, be a never, pick. Never heard of him. I've heard of him a bunch. Um, I had a, a buddy of mine who really tried to get me into him, and I could mm-hmm. just never, never do it, but this was, like, the first really in-depth listen I'd, and chance I'd ever given him. So. Sweet. Um, Blake said he looks like uh, Andy Milonakis, and now I can't unsee that shit. Dude, like 100%. <laughs> he looks like Andy Milonakis mixed with the dude that uh, always plays an assassin. And you know who I'm talking about with like the sc- with the pockmarked face yeah. and the scar. On the his one spot. from Sons of, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, Irish he's like in dude. Sons of Anarchy. He's yeah. in fucking... Uh, oh. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> with yeah. the long hair? Like greased... I don't. I've never seen he, Sons of Anarchy. I think but. he's an Irish dude. Yeah. 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 Yep. He's in <laughs> Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces. Yep. yep. The, yeah. <laughs> he's like damn. a diabetic. That guy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're on a diabetic insult kick. Today. Maybe I have diabetes, guys, and I'm just. <laughs> this is projecting. your coming out party. I'm, I'm projecting. Yeah, he has a song called Scars about that too. Uh, he got fucked up. <laughs> they were on the way back from a party, like walking home or something, and this truck drove by, and they like. The truck almost hit them or some shit, and he, he screamed. I was like, "Fuck you!" Da, da, da. And the truck turns around. They got out, jumped him, and like stabbed him in his face and shit. Oh like, fuck! Like, cutting his. Face That's up. how he got the scar. Uh-huh. Right on. Jesus Christ! Yeah, fucking people. But we've all been in that situation where you know, car drives by and it's like, "Yeah, fuck you," mm-hmm. and you never know. Like, yeah, shit, when shit I was like twelve. That. Yeah. Luckily, we live I in think a small he was town. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't really. Uh, I guess you can't really fault a 15-year-old for being reckless. So where is he from? That's he, my question. Uh, Vancouver, I think. No, no, no he's shit. a fucking he's Canadian. Canadian. He's Canadian. God, damn. damn. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I, may, I brought up this point yesterday. He sounds a lot like Vinny Paz. And Vinny Paz mm-hmm. is from the East Coast. Philly. Yeah, Philly. Yep. yep. And so I was, I was the whole time I'm listening to him, I was like, this dude's got to be from the East Coast. <laughs> so I am shocked to find out that he's Canadian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, what, you going to Google it? You don't believe him? The man listens to him. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, like, stomp down killers thing. Uh, I guess they were, like, a graffiti group in Canada growing up. They'd go around tagging shit, so they kind of used that as their, like, record label branding. No, right on. Surrey, so. Canada. I mean, I had to check because you don't typically think of Canadians get on the trucks fucking stabbing people. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. true. <laughs> it like, definitely sounds like a Philly. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess the area he grew up in was kind of slummy, so no. I guess they got ghettos in Canada too. Wow, that's <laughs> shocker! Would have known. <laughs> What's <laughs> even more shocking is that like white supremacy is kind of big there. Oh yeah, like, uh, that's I, I can definitely see that. some Canadian gamers that do not hold back. Wow, God damn, yeah, the polar opposites of what you think they are. Yep, which I guess is good, but um, it's gross. Yeah, it's it's toxic. Blake hasn't been experienced hasn't experienced that yet, <laughs> but you will. So who wants to start it off? We'll go with beats. Beats, beats, beats first. Beats first. Uh, I can start off with that. One. My favorite one was work. Um, I love I love the work beat a lot. That was also my favorite song on the album. Um, I like that. It was it was it it was came off really aggressive, and I I I. I I enjoyed that one a lot. Mm-hmm. 
I don't have a whole lot of notes on why I liked it. There was yeah, really was, only five beats I have written down for plus or minus. So it was hard for me to to kind of pick out what I liked about the beats. Mm-hmm. I liked them, but I couldn't really pinpoint why or explain why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a couple of them like had some samples I recognized. Like one of them was a a one mic sample. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No shit. See, I didn't recognize any of the samples. Like after you texted that, I started listening to try and see if I could to put my finger on anything and i just couldn't yeah catch a vibe kind of had a one one mic sample yeah. like the the beast the beast the bass line kind of had the boom 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 of, of one mic so there was that then you had the the fucking i don't know what, what it is if it's a gong or like a a japanese instrument mm-hmm. that was in uh, uh dizzy's song album yeah I was like, did I, did I listen to Dizzy again or what? <laughs> when that came on, um, there was a couple. Uh, in almost every song, I I kind of felt like I'd heard uh, parts of it before, yeah. as far as the beats go, the instrumentals, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because they were good parts of it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel they didn't feel new or unique. I guess I should say. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have to say, the I have five beats written down. Three good, two bad. One of the bads, I can't really pinpoint why I didn't like it, but every other beat on the album was just kind of meh. Like, it wasn't bad, but it didn't really catch me either, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they were all just okay, you know? He, he like, uses a lot of the same producer, Sea uh, Lance, and they all kind of sound, they have the same sound to them. Yeah, same yeah. kind of style. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely tell that through the album. Almost it was pretty... Like, I don't want to say cinematic, but they have that, like, full... Mm-hmm. I don't know, full sound to them mm-hmm. that aren't, they're not like, you know, just empty boom bap or anything, which yeah. I think it'd be cool to have them do some more boom bap or trap shit instead of just, you know, that one dimension. Yeah. From, like, I will say, I'm glad it wasn't like overproduced, like Run the Jewels was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, I, it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, they weren't, none of them really stood out, but they, none of them were really bad either. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so it was. They work I, I for what he does, I think. Yeah. And when I, when I say they're kind, all kind of meh, I don't mean that as like disrespectfully right. you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it wasn't that i i didn't like them it's just none of them really stuck with me like i i can't think of any of the beats in my head right either. now you and know i've listened to the album fucking 10 15 times probably yeah. so and it, what really drew me in was his bars which we'll get to but mm-hmm. literally every track had at least one bar that i'm like all right that's fucking clever <laughs> you know like every single one had one even the songs i didn't like i was just something caught me in every single one of them <laughs> and that's what that's why my buddy tried to get me into him in the first place because he he knows i'm a fan of wordplay in hip-hop and mm-hmm. he this man is good at wordplay yes. like so like one of my favorite bars was from or bars uh beats was from language mm-hmm. like the concept of like you don't you weren't talking, speaking my language. Yep. And then having the beat kind of feel foreignish, like it felt like it had some uh, some Indian influence. Was that what it was? Yeah. Either way, like it, it didn't feel like an American, like a one hundred percent American made beat. Mm-hmm. Well, it was Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hip hop's American, motherfucker. That's how I'm I mean. Looking. Canada's America too. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I kind of wish was America. Was, I kind of wish America was Canada. Yeah. But um, they they felt foreign, and it I, it felt like it I felt like it fit the theme of the song mm-hmm. perfectly. I don't know if that if anybody else picked up on that, but 
having yeah, listened to it multiple times. I didn't was, catch that, but I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and try and listen to that. It was pretty clever how they did that. I don't know if it was intentional or if it was just they liked the beat and oh. weren't really thinking about it being sounding foreign. Yeah. But yeah, hands down, that's probably my favorite beat as far as concepts go for the song. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got work, I swear, and on my own were my three favorite beats that I liked. Blake's a beats guy. Mm. Beats by Blake. <laughs> Three hundred dollars a pair. Mm. I'll say, what I mean, I'll, I'll just repeat what you guys are saying. Every song sounded the same to me. Um, I will say, he pissed me off on track two. Uh, I, I don't remember what language. 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 Because the opera part came in at the very beginning. And I was like, man. That kind of reminded me of that Beyonce song. I like when they when they throw that or in like a... Like a... I don't know. Like Japanese, Chinese like sound. Mm-hmm. And then like... But then he completely fucked it up and... I got pissed, so I was like, fuck this song. <laughs> like, so it started out how you liked it, but ended up being yes. not going like, in the direction yeah, you thought. Like, right. Oh. Yes. And, I was like, like, yeah. and then and then like I was like, okay, okay. And then he just comes in. <laughs> I was just like, nope. You lost me, bro. Skill. You had me, and then... Had to channel his inner Shannon Sharp. So, uh... <laughs> Skill. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, nothing really stood out to me other than uh, the song "Always." Or the beat for "Always" was kind of I liked that one. Mm, yeah, I did. Um, See, that's where we diverge. Yeah. That's on my negatives. Uh, that was the one see. beat I didn't like. But other than that, I didn't really. It nothing like reached out to you. Yeah, no. you didn't have it, a mind blowing beat. I wasn't. Oh, well, I thought fucking <laughs> track two was language was going to be. Yeah. Well, I will say. Because we all kind of felt similar with the the Drake album that you had us review. I will say these ones I enjoyed more than that. I mean, granted that was a mixtape, so it's it's a different kind of mm-hmm. stage. But it, it was a it, it gave me that kind of similar feel. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot. There wasn't a whole lot of separation from track to track. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Oh, we're just doing beats, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> if I remember right, Proceed. I can see. I can see why you don't like this beat. So I feel like you, Jed. Always. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, it, it was always is the one that I didn't like. It feels like it's a. It could be on a Lincoln Park album. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel hip hoppy. Which one are you talking about? Uh, always. Always. Yeah. See, to me, it's it's like a slow track, mm-hmm. and and that's why I didn't like it. Um, yeah, that's one hundred percent slow track. Yeah. The other one I have written down written down for negative beats was right now and i couldn't put my finger on why i didn't like it it was just something that i was just like i'm not a fan of this one you know and that was the only i i can't give you a reason why like i even listened to it multiple times i was like why do i not why do i not connect with this why does it not why does it go in the negative beat section of my list and i i really can't give you a reason it just didn't for some reason it, it didn't click mm. you know and i I mean, honestly, I felt like I had to have two negative beats. So, <laughs> like I said, the rest of them were just kind of meh. They were there, yeah. you know. 
I didn't hate him, yeah, but I you didn't gotta have a positive KD. Right? Didn't like him. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got three I liked and two I didn't. You gotta keep that balance, bro. <laughs> Christopher. Uh, beats wise, I like the I like the more I don't know. I think they go along with the point of the song more, but like Man in the Mirror, um, this again. I like Fuck the World too. Like I don't know. I didn't really jot down beats, but like you you, you guys said, they're all kind of just the same sound for the entire album. Mm-hmm. Like the beat could have just kept playing mm-hmm. seamlessly through the Yeah, entire it could thing. have been like an, an orchestra for an hour and a half and then and he's just it's laughing. just changing. Yep. Changing as he's tones going. And shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So overall beats were average, I personally think. Yeah, like I didn't honestly, hate him, but I, didn't like, like him. If, I think they really fit him. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like anyone else jumping on them, I don't know that it would work as well. I would not have chosen any one of these beats, but to, that's to make your own song, right? Out of, no. Yeah. yeah, that's like I said, none of them are really bad, and even the ones that I, I have in my negative weren't terrible. They were just they didn't connect with me. Although know? I will say it was produced very well. Though. Yes. Oh yeah. It yeah, sounded, it sounded good. Amazing. You could hear. You could hear almost every instrument that they were trying to put in there. Mm-hmm. If you, because uh, I was originally I was listening to it with one ear, but mm-hmm. and once I put the other one in, I was like, oh wow, I'm hearing some shit now. Yeah, <laughs> like even the little little fucking hi hats they got going on and this the triangles. Mm-hmm. Probably should learn the the instruments and shit <laughs> to get a more detail. <laughs> uh, the triangles and, and uh, those the one cowbell. things. The I think they use tubas. More cowbell. <laughs> they use tubas. <laughs> so uh, yeah i would say av- like average like to me it would be like uh um these are beats that you would just throw in a session to it's kind of like a warm-up right yeah what Nothing, do you think would have made it better made them better um a little not so dark all the time mm-hmm. like um I think that goes with along with what Chris says. It's like the themes but of the it, song, so yeah. but it fits it, him though. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, it just felt like he was on. What was there eighteen tracks? Fourteen. That was an hour, Something almost an like hour that. long. Yeah, that's a long album. It was yeah. like one long ass painful journey through <laughs> the story. Yeah. Damn, Blake. Tell as us far as really as felt. far as beats go. It is a about more, his beats, more like depressing yeah. type album. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get hey into man, my, what, my this, opinion but of it. This at the is end. just, I'm trying to bring you guys into how I listen to music. No, no, like, I get it. I don't just. I think you and I are closer <laughs> to on the same page with this album than you think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my two cents. All right. So, songs now? Yeah. Songs slash bars. Okay. Lyrics. Uh, you want to do lyrics first or do you want to do songs first? Uh, we probably just do both. Okay. I mean, just mash it all into one. Okay. So I don't personally, I don't have like overall favorite. Well, I guess I do, but I just gave them like a rating. Mm-hmm. They didn't really break down each song individually, but uh, I got, I, I just have plus and minus songs. Really? That's okay. all I got. Um, like my, my lyrics section is going to be short. Cause I didn't, there wasn't anything that like really wowed me, mm-hmm. but there wasn't anything that was like, eh, eh, just go ahead and cut that outside of a couple times where he I felt like he was trying to force more words into the bar than needed to be. Mm-hmm. There was one time specifically, but I can't think of what song it was on. Yeah, there's a couple where he over crams. Oh, it was in work, actually. 
there was a couple bars where I felt like he was cramming too much. Other than that, his flows are, I like his flows. Mm-hmm. He, outside of that one instance, he, I felt like he was making the, picking the words to fit the, the, the beat more. So he was, he was writing it a lot more. Yeah. A lot better. Um, like I said in the text, I, I don't know why, but he, re- I felt like he reminded me of Dizzy Wright. Yeah. Well, nothing really the, stood out, but it was, there was substance to it. Kind right. Of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, to me, I caught some clever shit, like right off the bat, the first track, I don't remember the order it was in, but the first track, he's got a bar that, uh, Ray Charles in the ring, you ain't got no hits yeah. that fucking cracked me up. <laughs> um, I wrote down just straight up catch a catch a vibe and on my own because those two songs were filled with one liners and I have one from from catch a vibe where it's uh, let me find it real quick. Yeah, like, I mean the the Ray Charles bar was funny, mm-hmm. but it, it's not. I'm not gonna say, oh my god, he's a lyrical genius. See, I think it. I like the cleverness. No, I I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying you it's know? not clever. I'm just not. It's lyrically, it's not mind blowing. Yeah. Which I've I don't it expect before. it to be. No. I, I don't know. I think it's clever. Fuck <laughs> you guys. Uh, so I got, this is from Catch a Vibe. Y'all just pretending you a star and this ain't rock band. I'm getting calls from these numbers I don't recognize. Y'all mm-hmm. investing in jewelry. I invest in pride. I keep running up these checks like I exercise. exercise. If beef's on the menu, I suggest that you don't get the fries. Yeah. You know, like he's got clever bars like that. And that's what... That's what really struck me with the album is like there was a lot of stuff that I didn't care about the content, but every fucking song had at least a couple of bars. And I'm like, all right, that's fucking clever, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, like that not a single one. There there was literally not a single song where I didn't catch something that I was like, okay, you know. Yeah, like I don't I'm not necessarily saying he's not a good rapper or a good writer, but as far as Nothing like, stuck out to you. Right. As far as lyrical fucking uh, insanity, it's not Royce, but it's not fucking... Royce ain't... Ice J.J. Smith. Yeah, it's not Ice J.J. Fish either. <laughs> Royce ain't, Royce ain't God tier lyricist either. He's a good storyteller. You don't think, you don't think he's, he's a good lyricist? storyteller? He's a good storyteller. You don't think he's a God tier He's God tier storyteller. No I will comment. say that. But he is not God tier lyricist. I'm a little more with Jed than... Yeah. Yeah. He is God tier lyricist or er, storyteller. Don't get it twisted. Like that man can weave. You know. He's just an excellent rapper. Yeah. Either way, it's it's not on Royce's level. Yeah. Of no. cleverness or lyricism, but it's it's uh, solid. <laughs> a lot better than a lot of rappers out there now. But overall, for me, lyrics were the lyrics were better than the beats. And I'll get into the combination of the two when we talk about songs, mm-hmm. how what I think about that. But that's all I got for lyrics. Um, I got one. It's off always. Uh, <laughs> I just liked. I just like how I re- I was sitting in the car and I heard that. I was like, "Damn, that's a bar. I'm gonna have to use that one day." <laughs> but uh, he said. He said, "But you're not the one that I'm made for." So. Hold on. 
I know we didn't have problems when we when this started, and the things have gotten harder within time. But you're the one that I'm made for, so it takes more. The mountain that we both got to climb. I cannot fucking read today. <laughs> oh, come on, Floyd. Uh, <laughs> see? see? The dude's got bars. <laughs> you're the one that uh, I made for, and it takes more. Yeah, like he, he said. Isn't that the chorus? Yeah, it's the chorus. And then uh, he said something about you're a goddess. Isn't it, it's crazy how you found an artist or some shit like that. Anyways, that's all I got. And I'm handing the mic over to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> hooked on phonics works for me uh what'd you guys think about project pat being on it i don't think i've ever really like heard him before but i liked the song <laughs> you didn't you've never you've never heard, heard no I've, I've heard of project pat i don't i've never listened to him let okay. me say that you've never listened to three six mafia i've never purposely you've never heard to blunt to my lips <laughs> son <laughs> i need to teach you some lessons I've today i've heard the songs i've heard of three six mafia I don't listen to it. This man. <laughs> I've heard black. of Three Six Mafia. Can't be black. <laughs> Motherfucker. Off that same track, I like. He's like, uh, you're such a stand up woman. How aren't your legs hurting? Mm, like, yeah. That's fucking mm. hard mm, and yeah. lovey. Like, well, yeah, like and I, said, I like the clever fucking. Voice. I like the concept of the song. It's. It's we'll get to songs, Blake. <laughs> uh, fucking hurry up. Goddamn, Trump. Go in order. Okay, okay. Here's my last one. And it's just a simple, quick one. Pockets turn green. All I'm eating is spinach. Twenty five, like a young Vince Carter. I like that. Yeah, you know, that's okay. it's, it's and that's Vince from, Carter ever twenty five. <laughs> twenty five years old. Yes. No, oh. I thought he was talking like number. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's from on my own. And like I said, there's on my own and catch a vibe were just full of clever bars. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like literally when I got done listening because I I was my original plan was to write down you know, one or two bars and I got to catch a vibe and I was like that, that whole fucking song, <laughs> you know, like I could go through Whatever. every couple of fucking bar and, and get something clever out of it. And that it's less on, on my own, but there's still there. There's still a lot of bars in on my own. So the man is a gifted lyricist. Uh, that's what I appreciated the most from this album. Oh, you already said your you got any your bars got any lyrics? Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. You, you good on that one? I'm good. Okay. So overall songs, I like the oh good. Like I like just his flow in some spots a lot more than lyrics. yeah. He's he's talented lyrically and shit, and he's got the one liners like crazy. But mm-hmm. I didn't like write any down just because. Yeah, I think Th- there are songs chock full of them. It's hard yeah. to pick an ind- individual one. I think I liked his flow more than his lyrics. Yeah. But that not necessarily saying his lyrics are bad. Bad. You just appreciated the flow more, right? It yeah. was. It was. See, I'm the opposite, um, and I'll get into it when I get into overall album review. But I appreciated his lyrics a lot more than his flow. Um. So I guess we can go to songs now. Blake, you want to start off? Uh, yeah, always. You are, you are so ready uh, to do it. I just <laughs> like I just like jumping the gun. The, offsides, I like ability. the I like the concept of the song. It's him writing to his girl, wife, whatever she is. It's What's always? Huh? Oh, always. Always. Yeah. As if they were going through something. Like he's telling her how he feels as if they were going through something. Like to to step outside of yourself and 
write something down in a different perspective was like, oh, shit. To kind of understand you're going to have problems. Right. Have, have this song be like a, uh, a reminder strike. that, right. hey, we're going to fuck up. Exactly. If I do, go ahead and listen to this to remind you, or I'll listen to this to remind me that that it's Re- not, exactly. not exactly. as bad as it seems. Because, you know, I'm going to fuck up, you're going to fuck up. So, I don't know, dude, it, it, I just thought I was hella cool. Out and and the song he tells you yeah, that, too. Yeah. <clears throat> like, that song, like, specifically with the beat, when he would do the chorus, it would drop out. And I thought that was pretty, pretty impactful, because the important thing that he was trying to say was during the chorus. Mm-hmm. So, having the beat, like, a little low in the background to mm-hmm. let him... Not take up space. Right. Yeah. To, to See, and if he would have threw the opera joint on that with the beat going out and him just saying that, flames, dude, fire. <laughs> that would have been the best track on the song. So you're saying have that, that opera intro. Yes. From, uh, but then like throw like a trappy little something something on it. I don't know about, I don't know if trappy would help that song. I think it would have. Give it some pizzazz. Yeah. And you then pizzazz, uh, when the he's saying and then it. when he's saying the chorus chorus, it kind of just fades out so you hear what he's saying. Although I will have I do have one complaint on the song. He said the chorus too many goddamn times. Yep. That one rings out for fucking ever. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, are you a fucking like does this are you just like a guy who can't think of anything more to put in the song, so you just throw in a chorus to cover up time. As far as a song like, concept, I think, <laughs> like I said earlier, I think the, the chorus is the most important part of the song. So, but we get it. It should be <laughs> like but if he was writing it for himself. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> if he was writing it for himself, that constant reminder being there. That makes sense. Like when I'm listening to him, I often find myself doing is like I'll a lot of new rappers up do to that. the last verse, and then I'm like, all right, I gotta listen to that last chorus. Like I'm done. Next mm-hmm. song. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. Like it doesn't add anything. It's just adds I to the, heard the chorus twice. Right. A lot of new rappers do that. You think it's because they're? No, oh, that's off off subject. It, I've it, done it too. I think it's from just like arrangement. Like mm-hmm. that's the status quo. Got to mm-hmm. meet it. Instead of going, all right, I'm done. I, I like rappers who just don't even have a chorus. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, those songs are pretty impressive. And I also like rappers that have titles of songs that have nothing to do with what they're talking about. Or it's just one <laughs> quick little line. Yeah. It's like, throwaway it'll bar. be like fucking uh, Jawbreaker and it's talking about sliding down. You know, you know what I'm like saying? Riding like, a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, unless it's Slitterbond, then you're dead. <laughs> Oh, that's the decapitator. Yeah. <laughs> the decapitator. But only if you're a 12-year-old boy, so you're cool. <laughs> who is the father of the dude who got that going? Uh, ugh, that was fucked up. Like, overall, like, I like, like, his choruses are always on point. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he does a great job with choruses. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I that's really stuck out to me. More so you than the bars. You should know him because he says them 84 times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I will say that he like on a lot of songs, he'll start out with the chorus, then end with the first, chorus. First, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, duh. Yeah, Very amateurish. Yeah. It's okay to sprinkle it in there, but man. Yep. It, it feels like fluff. fluff. Yeah. Like Any, it's just in there to add runtime. Really anything more than two choruses is too much. I mean, you can have... 
You get a three three verse song, two choruses in the middle. You're good. You don't well, need a beginning. A lot of people will end. throw a bridge in there, so you don't have to throw in the chorus. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You want to hype up, get hyped up for the song beforehand. Mm-hmm. But some songs don't require that. Yeah, like, it's just not, yeah. Let not the needed. beat ride. Shit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the production quality, like Blake was saying, is like so good. I don't think he's very good of a singer, but he sounds good in the choruses still. Yeah. Right, even though he's not like a trained. Yeah, singer. I wasn't gonna knock yeah. him for. For the raspy kind of sing songy shit, no. right? Um, like, <laughs> like before we started that, the Michael Jordan chorus was in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I heard you humming it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just they're there. Like his choruses are on point. Um, like lyrically, the message for most of his songs were made sense. They were cohesive. Uh, not necessarily the whole album, but I don't think it's like a concept album no. to begin with, so it doesn't really whatever. But I, mean, I felt like there was a three uh, a common theme throughout it, but it, I don't think he, I don't know if he, it was an intentional. Like the theme kind of self seemed to me at least to be that people were underestimating him through the whole fucking album. That's <clears throat> like you guys had the problem with the Binary Star album where he was like there he was constantly hyping himself up. Mm-hmm. Like I had that similar problem with this album but it was going the other direction. Uh, it's like we get it, bro. People are underestimating you. Yeah. Move past it, you know. Like that's that's that was my main takeaway from it. But at the same time, not a lot of people know about Mercury. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, that's where he's coming from. So. <laughs> yep. I keep wanting to call him Mercules. Mercules. I don't know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Hercule? Yes, exactly. That's exactly what. When I first seen it, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like the, the first song, This Again, I really enjoyed it because his, uh, his f- flow seemed to change when he was uh, essentially taking on different persona because mm-hmm. i think is that the one where he's no that's uh man in the mirror but in this one it seemed like he was talking about how he was in a certain tone mm-hmm. and then how he is now in another one which i don't think it was hard for me to pick up on until i listened to it multiple times but mm-hmm. yeah that was i like it when rappers do that when they're able to do that mm-hmm. to kind of put little little intricacies in there to kind of let you know that they change perspectives, but not flat out telling you. Yeah, kind of show, not tell. My favorite part of that song, he's like, uh, I go so demented, so demented when I hold this pencil, like I wrote a letter to my older self and told him, don't make friends and do it all yourself. Do it all yeah. yourself. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. yeah. He's just sitting in the studio, losing his mind. Mm-hmm. So what were your, what were your positive songs? Uh, Living Legends. I like Living Legends, mm-hmm. uh, Man in the Mirror. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really have any negative songs, but for sure songs I liked more. Um, this again was, I, I made it, rate them four out of five. I didn't really rate anything below a two except, except work for some reason. Really? Probably because of the chorus, I think. It's funny how completely different we are because work <laughs> was my favorite song and Man in the Mirror is on my negative songs. Damn. <laughs> like as combined for the song like like the beat i didn't like how his flows felt forced Mm -hmm. and the chorus was probably the weakest one on the album to me yeah and i can see that um my 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 thing about work and why it was my favorite it was aggressive and i I, you know i I was gonna save this till the end but when i brought up the he sounds like vinnie paz thing the thing i liked about vinnie paz and jedi mind tricks was their aggressiveness 
It works with that raspy sounding voice. Yep. It really works. In your face. Mm-hmm. And I think if Mercules was to, to go that direction, this would have touched me a lot more than it did, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's just something about his voice and his flow, it just screams gritty, grimy, aggressive, you know? So when he's going like the emo depressive rap stage, yep. it, it falls off with me really fast. You that know? makes sense. And so that's why I enjoyed work so much. I'm like, it's there. It's just fuck. Tap into that. Yeah, like give his raspy voice some grimy ass beats mm-hmm. and see what he can do. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and just fucking go ape shit on that motherfucker. You know, like I would really thoroughly enjoy him if he were to go that direction because I see the lyrical content and I'm like, dude, it's there. Like I, I can appreciate it. I just can't. I can't do these depressing ass songs <laughs> yeah. for an entire album. You know? I got you. I think that's what I find appealing about it, is that he's. Like yeah, they're they're somewhat depressing, but they're also kind of uh, offloading this mental state he has, mm-hmm. which yep. is like to me, it's the point of music. They're yeah. one of the main points of music. Period. Well, yeah, is to get across to convey your feelings. He yeah. used to and be a heroin and shit. Like he was. Oh yeah, you could definitely tell there's some some drug abuse yep. in his music. But like that's the thing is like I love emo rock music. And I there's one emo rap album that I like, and that's Atmosphere, just God Loves Ugly. Hey, I said feelings, not angst. Emo. <laughs> that was, it's, it's synonymous. <laughs> but uh, so other than that, like I like emo rock, and I like that emo hip-hop album, but for the most part, I don't like it when emo and hip-hop mix. I like my he- hip-hop to be more braggadocious and fun and and not so deep in your feelings like it's okay if it's a couple of tracks i don't mind that you know mm-hmm. get there you, you get your shit out but an entire album just feels exhausting yeah. which is weird because like i said i like emo rock an entire album of emo rock doesn't feel exhausting to me like that does so it, it's a it's a weird dichotomy in my brain i guess so <laughs> i think the emo rock sounds lighter too yeah yeah it's not as it's not as heavy, heavy as hip hop yeah, yeah slow yeah and i th- that could be part of like the vocalism in it too because mm-hmm. a, a lot of emo rock it's, it's more singing yeah it, and it's it's a lot more metaphoric and at least with the bands that i listen to whereas this is more straightforward so you can and i, I don't mean that in a negative context but you can understand it more and kind of ride the wave of it it's better blunt yeah yeah it's in your face about it True. i guess would be the best way to put it so I don't know why that's off-putting to me, but it just it doesn't connect when it's in hip hop. And honestly, that's probably why "Man in the Mirror" is probably my favorite yeah. song on the album, is because it's more. Direct. I'm not gonna say vulnerable, but he's like, "Hey, man, I've, I'm having these problems, or I've had these problems. I looked at myself and acknowledged them." Yeah. So it's and I, I can appreciate that. Like I said, yeah. like I what he was going for, he nailed. It's just not for me. That's yeah. why it got to my negative list. And honestly, I think I like it because you don't necessarily equate. Like, some people consider that soft, mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily equate soft with hip hop. Yeah. So it's yeah, you gotta be hard. It's kind of like breaking barriers for me, and I think that's why I, I you appreciated it. it. Yeah. yeah. I think the song you probably had most fun with was the uh, Michael Jordan one. Yeah, that one sounded like just fucking around. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> It definitely had a different tone than a lot of the other songs, but it, it fit. And I went back and listened to the to the uh, uh, feature he had on there. 
because you guys know how I hate when people come on songs and, they, and they, don't they, fucking yeah. follow the shit. Yeah. But I'm glad that I'm glad dude did. There, it was definitely a, a baller ass song, and the dude came in and was saying some baller ass shit too. So, yeah, I was I was impressed with that. And Jelly Roll might have been my favorite feature on the album. Who was he? What was he on? Uh, what was he? Survival was it Living of the Fittest? Was it Survival of the Fittest? I didn't mind Project Pat's feature, but I I also know who yeah. project pat is and it was survival project the listening to him again i'm like did he invent mumble rap because he's like duh, 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 no duh, don't duh, don't duh. you take that away from Lil Wayne. <laughs> don't you dare take that away from it's, it's funny it's, it's funny though because <laughs> I, I i used to follow project pat on facebook because i just it, he was one of those high school fucking yeah like i'm gonna follow his music but the last few years it's gotten so bad he's constantly like putting his phone number and it's like hit me up for for features and i'm like Dude, you you're starting to sound like a fucking crackhead begging for money outside a gas station. Like, Bizarre, so I had to unfollow him. Bizarre does the same thing on IG. No shit. Like, Who wants to work? Hit me up. Five hundred dollar features. <laughs> oh fuck, he's desperate. Then I'm pretty sure Project Pat was at least doing three grand. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's, so it's it's funny to see because he was fucking huge when we were in high school. You know, like oh yeah, everybody yeah. listened to Three Six and Project Pat in high school, and now. Just begging for features on Facebook. <laughs> it's sad. Hey, you got any more of those features? <clears throat> Blake, what do you got on, on songs? Oh, you already said your songs. I yeah, forgot. he started us off. Looking like he a mobile boy over there. He's like, I only like one of them. Just one. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everything else. So overall, I, I'm i probably going to add this album into my rotation. Because uh, <clears throat> there was one song that came on on my first listen through that I thought I heard before. But I wasn't sure if I had, and it might have been Man in the Mirror. To be honest with you, I don't know if either that moment or this again. I, I moment's to pretty it. big, I think. But it, I'm pretty sure it came on either Dizzy Wright Radio or some radio I have on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I was like, that song sounds familiar. I just I don't te- typically look at the artist who at the track that's playing, whatever. Yeah. But like I would definitely. Uh, probably listen to this delve from deeper. time to time yeah it's like i only have like a set list of albums that i listen to regularly when i don't have anything else to listen to yeah but see it was a weird dichotomy because when i started listening to this album was the same day that uh spillage village spillington came out mm-hmm. and only for dolphins by action bronson came out and spillage Vill- spillage village is its own thing um it that's that's a more like spiritual album I would say um, it's it's a weird transition from that to this, and then Action Bronson, I, like he's just <laughs> his own fucking thing. Yeah. Like I I constantly am trying to brag up Ac- Action Bronson, and I listen to his music, and I'm like, this is the dumbest shit ever, but I love it. You know, like yeah. it's he doesn't have really any good bars; they're just funny. You know, like he's the power bomb me through the couch kind of shit. I'm like. I don't know why that works, but it works for me. God damn it. Yeah. He's just goofy. Yeah. And That's so fun. it's, it's, it's weird to listen to out those two albums and this at the same time. Um, but I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate this album. You know, it, there was, there was a lot of things that I didn't enjoy about it, but I found something in every track that makes me want to look into maybe not this album particularly, mm-hmm. but more of his catalog. Cause I, I'm like, it's there, 
I know I can find it. Yeah. You know? I will say that after listening to it, his radio comes on, and I think a lot of the songs that he's doing now might fit what you are wanting him to do. The more aggressive style. Yeah. yeah. And and see, that's what when my buddy tried to get me into him is when he was doing a lot of YouTube, kind of like how... Um, uh, who's the dude in KC? Mac? Mac Lethal. Yep. Mac Lethal. Kind of like how he does, where he was doing like a freestyle every week or whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of them that I heard from him. And I'm like, all right, this is, it's not bad, but you know, I didn't give it the full attention I should have given it. Now, some, after listening to this, I'm probably going to go back and check those out a little bit more. Yeah, some of it even is like fun meme remixes on YouTube, like uh, the Panda remix. I think he's like, making fun of the mumble rappers and he's in the grocery store like chugging yeah. a Fanta and shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're pr- I mean, they're good and they're still bar heavy, but mm-hmm. he's having more fun with them, I think, to try and market albums, right? Yeah. yeah. Blake, overall? Yeah, so what's your overall score before we get to Blake? Um, I'll probably have to go 4.25. Oh, damn, that's high. Yeah. It, like I said, like a lot of the songs I got rated high, it's just not... There's that one, one song that didn't really mm-hmm. do it for me. I would give it like a two point eight face scars out of five. <laughs> um, it was it, it was not my thing, but I see the potential in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's better than average, but I'm probably not going to go back to this album. Honestly, cool. To Blake, <sighs> <clears throat> hot take. Uh, first off, I need to get this off my chest. It sounds, he's, his voice fucking annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> he sounds like a mixture between, uh, the lead singer of, uh, Smash Mouth and Everlast. Um, I wouldn't go that far. I despised this album. Oh, Dang. shit. Um, despised I will probably never listen to this dude ever again. <laughs> Calm um, down, Blake. He's sitting right here. <laughs> uh, it just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. I The monotone rap through the entire thing just annoyed me. I was telling Chris earlier, like, he should, like, try using a different pitch or something when he raps instead of... That's even more evident on the Project Pat record yeah. like you can definitely <laughs> tell the difference between mm-hmm. the, the monotone energy. and like the because it's more theatrical i want to say but not not like overly yeah he's theatrical. Got that, uh, 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 yeah uh, 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 there's more vocal range in there i just yeah. i mean yeah it just it sounded like every song was the same i tried and tried and tried to get into it and i was just like see i don't think his voice bothered me because when i was oh, in high school me. i was big into Jedi mind tricks, and so I, I'm used to that raspy Vinnie yep. Paz kind of sound, and that's why mm-hmm. I, it never, it didn't even phase me when I heard it. Like, it I like, would oh, rank shit. it, I would rank it up there with like Kendrick Lamar annoying. Which to me. I mean is praise to everybody else in this room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I give it, I give it a uh, like half Andy Milanakis. <laughs> like I give it a a, a, a waiting Annie Milanakis. Yeah, <laughs> I know it just wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Sorry, Chris. I don't care. <laughs> so, Chris, that's what's cool about this is like seeing what everyone likes in music and different tastes and shit. Yeah, like if you put if you were to put that on, be like, bruh, not <laughs> yeah. in this car. Skip. <laughs> yeah. Skip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, if you got in my car and wanted to play some Lovey Dovey Drake, yeah, I, 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 I get that. I get that. Yeah, I, I get the that. fucking Skip. tires going down the road. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I get that. No, we yeah. need to get a fucking put on, sharp soundboard. Skill. <laughs> put on the, some Mercules at a party and everybody just starts cutting themselves. <laughs> Damn. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I In just, the face? or like I, I will say, though, that I really did enjoy the Always song. I really did. I was like, if I... I That's could put what that on point my, two or whatever you give. Yeah, like you're gonna send I that to a that, chick. I'm gonna might use some of the bars in there. Yes. I'm yeah, like, girl, Swagger I Jack. This. I wrote this. I'm a Swagger Jack for you, baby. for you, girl. And I think I I'm just a big fan because I relate so much. Like I I've had a dark past. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt that with too. drugs and shit too. Like, like I could hear you in that. Oh yeah, uh, it's a lot of the tracks just like spoke to me. Yeah, and and the the guy that recommended to me has similar yeah similar kind of background so i i totally like i said i get i get the album it's just not for me yep i'm tripping not not uh who did i say everlast and uh smash mouth yeah i meant ritz he he reminded me of i kind of see the the everlast but like a little bit of the raspy see i haven't listened to ritz so i don't know Uh, damn you need to listen to ritz yeah. Wow. Okay. I've had a he's another one I've had a million people recommending me to him, but I've just I've lost interest in Tech Nine since I've grown up. I really like the angelic days, but I feel like Ritz just screams juggalo to me. But he's yeah. not he's not. Yeah. But <laughs> I was gonna ask you guys about that, like Mercury's uh Ritz, stuff like that. They it's almost like they were inspired by the juggalo. I think like, yeah. they may have been. Well, and I, that's what, I feel like a lot of strange music is, you know? Again, that's kind of why I fell out with Tech Nine in, in his later albums. There's Every album has one track that I can get into, mm-hmm. but it, I like fast rapping, so it's usually his chopper shit, yep. you know? Like, and Ritz that's is like, like that. Ritz is like a white twister almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very tongue. But... Uh, Angelic Reparations is my favorite album that he's ever done. Oh, yeah. That's fucking amazing. Fire. I love that shit. But, yeah. Anyway, so your score for this album? I'm um, probably going to give it four and a half. It's not perfect. Uh, the choruses do ring out a lot, but like I said, the album like speaks to me in some weird way. Uh, Does it touch you? Fuck the World is probably my favorite track. <clears throat> Just because that's my attitude half the time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, fucking emo! <laughs> Having listened to to some of your music, I could, I felt like you were kind of influenced by by Merkel a little bit. A little bit of parallels, yeah. Um, I like to live in legends, like with Project Pat. That was cool seeing him on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this again, Man in the Mirror, and Moment. Like I can see him becoming more popular. As his career grows on, or gets bigger. I can't, but I can see him growing in the underground scene. Um, I don't think he'll ever break through the main, mainstream. He doesn't seem like the... I don't think he's got the the trappy bars or, or the, the, the voice or the image to break through the mainstream. I think he's going to make it in the underground. I think he'll do very well in the underground because he's got bars. Um, and he's got enough of he's, a varied... He just did a, tr- a track with the game... He's done no a track shit. with Shaq. 
With Shaq? Um, yeah, just for fun. Um, <laughs> Old Shaq Diesel, huh? Fuck, who else? Shaq Talk Fu. about underground legends, Shaq Diesel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's done, he's done mm-hmm. shit with Joyner, I think. Like, he's not huge. Like, people still don't know about him, but he's done some features and crap. Yeah. He's done things with tech, I think. Maybe a, a, a cipher or something. Fuck, everybody's done something with tech at this point. True. I, I, you can name an artist, and I guarantee you they made a song with tech. Dude's <laughs> been around since the fucking 80s. Seven degrees of tech nine. <laughs> yeah. He's done he songs does a song with... about that, too, like w- about all the people he's rapped with. He's rapped really? Kevin yeah. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't can we know. get into why I like slow shit? Sure. I feel like we have. Before. Tell us. I don't, I'm, no, I'm, I want to talk about it. Like, I don't. Like right now? Yeah. Okay. I really have to urine. Okay. You have to urinate or urine? Urine. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go pee. Let's get this conversation started and I'll jump back in. All right. Actually, can we we pause so I can go lay the kids down? This episode of Broke Dude Podcast is brought to you by. Has this ever happened to you? You're riding around the hood after a hard day of playing 2K on your side chick's boyfriend's PS4. She got a fat ass, though. And you get pulled over. They come up to your window talking about they smell weed or some cop shit like that. You know you haven't smoked in three days because you're about to get that job at church's chicken. Because Mike, he's sweating me. He says some slick shit into his radio and asks you to step out of the car. Now, you just got your ass beat online by someone who picked the New York Knicks. Bruh. You're not about to get arrested on some bullshit, too. So you tell the cop to fuck off. You haven't done anything wrong. The cop fears for his life, pulls out his gun, and unloads the whole clip into you and your car. Luckily, you were only shot nine times, and no vital organs were hit. Well, guess what? No matter what happens in your everyday life, African American Family Insurance has you covered. African American Family Insurance. Nigga, we made it. A policy that's perfect for you. That is. So to recap, the question I asked Chris it was more like a two-part question. First one was, if you were an upcoming artist, would you be mad if you had the money, you had the backing from the from your A and R and your your company that you're signed to, or if you Whatever. were, yeah. yeah, would you be upset if the bigger artist didn't want to fuck with you? And B, if you were the bigger artist, what type of rapper would you be? Would you be the one that's like, hey, you know, I'll I'll jump on this track. I like the song. I want to help this guy out. Or B, would it be like, no, fuck that. This dude's trash. Honestly, so, to me, it would depend on the dude's character. Yeah. Like if he's just a shitty person, content. Nah, yeah. bro, I'm good. That's what I said too. Like it's. I mean, I think honestly, if I, if if I were mainstream and talented, I would be trying to pick everybody up that I can. Exactly. You, know, you see, Fucking you see, hard. Yeah, right. But you see, see rappers like um, uh, Lupe Fiasco. He was asked who his top five MCs were, and he shouted out Aesop Rock and Homeboy Sandman, which are two guys that I fuck with in the underground. Um, so it's, it's, they're aware of each other, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. Aesop Rocky, ASAP Rocky has met Aesop Rock because their names are so similar, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a video of them actually meeting behind at a festival. So there are ways that you can make it work 
with the underground and the mainstream. And I think we'd all be a lot better off if those two could coexist better. Oh, for sure. Um, I, that's why I appreciate tech nine. Cause he branches out to fucking everybody. Like he's like, Hey man, I respect you. Let's hop on a track together immediately. Mm -hmm. As soon as you can, you know, for sure. And I wish more artists were like that, but a lot of them are just like, now nah, we got to make money. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stick with these people that make money. And that's all I'm going to do tracks. with. Well, and I think a lot of it also is, when you are a big name, mm -hmm. you worked your ass off to get there. You don't have time to fuck with those people. Mm -hmm. But in reality, long term, those people are gonna is gonna what keeps you rolling throughout your entire career. But at the same time, there are big stream artists that work with quote unquote nobodies just because they're friends with them. I get you know that. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there, sure. there's almost every big name artist I can look at a track and be like, who the fuck is this dude? But it's because they know each other that he gets on the track. You know what I mean? What's that going on? If I was fucking hate If I was an artist. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> if I was an artist, I definitely would be the type to like remember. Oh, yeah. I remember that one dude. I wonder what he's up to. Like I want to hear some of his new shit, yep. or and be like, and reach out and be like, you know, let's do something. So See, I would love <clears throat> to hear a cipher with like Cole and Ace and fucking Tyler and Freddie Gibbs. There's like a bunch of random fucking styles, and be like, all right, mesh, make it fucking mm -hmm. work. See what you guys can do, because they're, you're all talented in your own respects, but you're all from different styles and backgrounds, and I want to. I want to hear you guys fuck with each other and see how you can create something, you know, because individually I love all of you guys, but can you make it work as a cohesive thing together? Yeah. I know? think that's why I don't like rap groups. Really? Yeah. Cause it's, if, uh, like if they're all on a song, you get maybe two, three, four bars from one person. Yeah. Then it goes on to the next. And if I like that one dude's bars, I want to hear more of his, I'm not trying to hear some fucking dude yelling at me for three or four bars yeah. or, or so whatever. I just again, that's where I we like differ. The, like uh, Wu, Wu Tang Clan, I love the fucking Wu Tang Clan, you know, and that's essentially their thing. Most of their tracks are only one or two of them, but they do have a couple of songs where it's all fucking nine guys rapping on the, the song. But those songs are also six minutes long yeah. compared to a three four minute mm -hmm. typical song. So that one on big sean's new album it's like a nine minute fucking detroit cypher or something i still haven't listened to that i couldn't do it like just half, too long half of them on there i was like Ugh. really yeah yeah well I, and see i, I, th I think if, if if you were to get that back. kind of like mix meshed style mashup it would have to be a cypher like yeah. i don't think you could try to do that in right. like a, a three four minute track you'd have to elongate that shit and yep. let them just fucking go with it you know i like cyphers but half the guys or people on there i just didn't didn't give a shit about no yeah. they come on i'm like next <laughs> like <laughs> uh, are you I, talking about the freshman cyphers i hate to say it a lot of that that detroit scene the, i'm not the, a fan of the one on big sean's new album oh that one yeah. yeah i'm not a big i'm not a huge fan of a lot of the detroit scene it's like m and royce and i don't even know if he's from detroit but that's that's about as far Ooh. as i go there Royce. Yeah, I think so. I think he is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you also got to think ICP is from Detroit. <laughs> so you get, you got M and you got ICP at the opposite end of the spectrums representing the same city. So yeah, it, there's a lot of hit and miss in there. Whereas like Minnesota, you get prof and atmosphere. So I like the Minnesota scene. If I'm going to go with my Midwest North, it's going to be the Minnesota scene. 
Mm. All right. Wave, wave in your wand. Bippity boppity. I think boop. he was trying to figure out the Midwest North math. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was my bippity boppity boop. Yeah. So I think next week, um, probably do the Joe Jorgensen shit. Already? Yeah, we can do that. Oh, uh, fuck. It'll be two weeks. Two weeks from uh, election day. Next week? Or next episode? Yeah. August. Oh, September. yeah, it will. Shit. Yeah. Fuck. Mid October. Yeah. So, I mean, getting that out there into the ether, I think, would help me personally be able to combat the... It'll be three weeks. Like, either way, we're not going to podcast again before... Yeah, we will. Or have the... We'll have the, the week before will be our last episode. Because there's three... Forever. I get Ever. We record every time I get paid, and there's three paychecks in October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's three in November. Three in October. There's three in December for me, so fuck y'all. Wow. <laughs> Christmas money. Either way, uh, do that, Joe, sometime soon. So that way it's, uh, that information's out there and people can can look at it and decide for themselves if she's worth the vote. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be the 16th and the 30th this month. Okay. Yep. And if people enjoy the album reviews, let us know. Uh, I personally think we should do another round. Yeah. I, I've mm-hmm. enjoyed them thoroughly in listening, branching out in my musical like taste. Um, so feel free it, to suggest albums too. Yeah, yeah. If you like if it, you, suggest an album. Give us, give us something you didn't, haven't heard us talk about. You think we, we would enjoy? Um, I, I love music. I love listening to music. I've the the girl I'm talking to right now is giving me three new artists to look at. So <laughs> I, I I like finding more shit. You know what's frustrating to me? What? I used all your to friends listen, have girlfriends and you don't? <laughs> I used to listen to music well, that a lot all the time. And now it just seems like I don't it's not I don't know if it's I don't have time. I don't think about it. You're always doing something. I'm, else. Yeah, like I'm always and I'm fucking pissed because there's like four albums that came out today that I want to fucking listen to. See, that's the thing is I can listen to it all day at work. See, I yeah, so, I don't have that yeah. ability. So. Well, if you just pop it on while you're playing Call of Duty, you won't be, be able to hear I the can't, enemies, but uh, then you can listen. Yeah, I'll be fucking, <laughs> yeah. It's better. Anything's better than that loud-ass plane. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's, it's realism, bro. Fuck, I don't care. It's immersion. <laughs> I was telling him last night, I was like, I turned that shit down as much as I could, and it's still loud as fuck every mm. goddamn time. Mm. Just mm-hmm. shut the fuck. Mute the plane. Hashtag like, mute the plane. Like uh, fucking Bryson Tiller out of nowhere dropped a new album. Um, I don't know who that is. Um, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. like not not that he's a bad artist. I'm just saying you shouldn't know. Yeah, uh, not my style. Right. Yeah. Like 21 Savage and Metro, they dropped. And it's not, I, I'm not listening to it for lyrical. No. Metro is hyphy. a fucking producer. Get hyphy. That's 21, on like 21, 21. big name fucking you know just like I, mustard and shit like that i will probably listen Maybe to that I'm album in the next just, couple weeks yeah because yeah. i know it's gonna put me in a mood and what well, i've been trying to and i've been trying to listen to new albums coming out this year that would expand my my reaches i do want to listen to that action bronson though i love it i love what's it what's it called eating dolphins only only for dolphins only i for watched dolphins. that yeah. video where he's on the beach yeah oh my God. where yeah. they superimposed his head on the strong oh, yes, competition yes. it's Hilarious. so fucking the dolphins funny. all ripped yeah yeah <laughs> yep 
That's the other so, one. That one's a golden eye. That's the one. I yeah, watched. he goes into a, a, a fucking deprivation chamber. Yeah, and hallucinates the ripped ass dolphin talking <laughs> yep. to him. Yep. <laughs> Wrap it up, B. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Episode one sixty three in the books. I hope you like our uh, debate talk and album review and slight rant at the end there. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like Jake said, next week, Joe Jorgensen or yeah, something else. Next time, not next week. Ne- yeah, next time. Next episode on. Next time on Broke Dude Podcast. <laughs> insert fucking well, training montage. No, you got to insert Piccolo's face. <laughs> With no. sweat drip no. like stuck on his it's, it's, or he's fucking regenerating an arm. Don't no. you dare make fun of the only <laughs> we, black dad in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just six episodes of Snake Ray. <laughs> God damn. Fucking hate it. So on a Jen, quest to find fucking Sensu Jake. <laughs> Blake. We're Broke Dude Podcast, and we'll see you next time.